My heart ever since I stepped into ministry was I really love student leaders. At my church, I sought out the student leaders and those student leaders stepped up and they saw the intention and the heart behind what we wanted to do. How can we best equip these students um, so that they have the information and the resources to do what they need to do? We want to be able to say, we're here for you. We know that what you're about to go through is incredibly um, challenging. And so we're here for you. We want Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the First Party Podcast. I am glad that you are here today. We've got a great show in front of us. Um, but before I jump into that, just wanted to give you a quick friendly reminder that uh, September 30 is coming. And uh, that is the last day to register for the fall conference. Uh, be in Nashville, Tennessee at the Embassy Suites in Cool Springs. Uh, some of the itineraries, some of the things are being sent out and pushed out on social media. So uh, check out firstparty.club slash events, and uh, we'll get you signed up and get you going. Love to see you in Nashville at the end of October. Uh, but as far as the rest of the show goes, uh, we have no Steve Cherica with us. Instead, we have Michael Butler joining us from Shreveport, Louisiana. Michael, welcome to the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I know that uh, many of our listeners or some of our listeners know who you are. You've been around for a few years here with the First Priority World. Uh, but go ahead, if you would, introduce yourself. Uh, tell a little bit about your family and a little bit about your background before coming into First Priority, and we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah, so um, I started in um, First Priority just a couple of years ago. Um, really kind of like had five major life changes happen in like in one span of like a, a few months. So I had okay. got married, moved cities, changed jobs, all of those big life things that happened at one time. Um, yeah. But yeah, been married for a couple of years, worked for First Priority for a couple of years. Before that, I was a youth and children's minister over in Texas. Um, okay. So yeah, that's a little bit about us. We got one little kid right now. And we have one foster kid right now. Wow. That's a lot of life change in a couple of years. <laughs> you know, we uh, we always joke. I mean, you got to keep life interesting, right? You got to keep uh, keep doing something that always changes things. Even though sometimes I think uh, the, there's a lot that's happening. Maybe sometimes too much is happening. But, yeah. you know, trust the Lord and follow his guidance. That's what we say. That's right. That's right. Because otherwise it goes from interesting to crazy real fast. <laughs> <laughs> There's been some moments of crazy for sure, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure with one, one newborn and a foster. Uh, yeah. And both are very similar in age, correct? So yeah, they're really that. close. I mean, it's, it's not as much like having twins, but it's, it's about as close as people really want to get to having twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And before that, even you talked about being a youth, youth and worship pastor in Texas, but you were actually part of First Priority in Shreveport before that, right? Yeah, so I was a campus coach and uh, Marshall uh, for a little while uh, before I got this job. Um, that's been, yeah, it's been a little while from, from that one happening, but yeah, for sure. So I was uh, familiar with the concept, familiar with uh, the way things work, worked um, before I even jumped on board. Cool, cool. Well, tell us a little bit about what's going on in Treeport and the Arklatex uh, movement and uh, yeah. what's what's got up to this this fall. Uh, he's up to a lot, <laughs> which is fun. Um, there's some really cool stuff. Like we just had 
our um, yearly conference, or not really conference, our yearly a big fundraiser on Tuesday night okay. just recently. And uh, we were able to share with our donors, our partners, what's going on. We are able to share some really cool stories. Um, we've been able to share some of the wins. Like we've, we're now back up to 15 schools. Like we were about 15 or so uh, pre-COVID and we're back yep. up to about 15 schools now um, and hoping cool. to get to 20. We have about three more that are in the pipeline to get started. Um, so we're okay. hoping to get about 20 uh, by the end of this uh, calendar year. And then, um, so that's really exciting. We've had some really cool opportunities where God has opened the doors to schools that we did not think would actually happen. Um, a nice. little kind of cool side story is we had one school, when I first started, I had lots of people from various different backgrounds tell me, you're not going to be able to get started on this campus. It's just hard to get mm. on this campus. Not that mm. the school was um, kind of limiting there were other aspects outside of the school that would keep us from doing first priority well there. Um, But what happened is a couple of girls came up to me, actually about three girls heard about first priority at another one of our campuses and they talked about it at their youth camp, came up to me one day and said, we have to get it at our school. And I said, this is our way in. Like we have an opportunity. The Lord has opened up a door finally for us to get in. And so we ran with it. um, And, it's slowly starting to get on the ground and we're working and students are starting to learn the process. Um, they actually are kind of doing a subtle launch right now, and then we'll do a huge launch um, probably in a couple of weeks. So they're excited. Nice. We're excited to be on that campus. Um, we've had some other opportunities to get back onto some campuses that we did not know were actually going to happen or not. Um, so there's okay. been some really cool favor of God on um, getting onto some campuses this year that we were not expecting. What is that? Is that uh, the students hearing about the excitement? Is it churches getting on board? What is uh, obviously we we give God the glory for all of it, but sure, where, yeah. where is some of that coming from? Uh, some of them are students coming to us and saying we've heard about this at uh, our friends who are doing this at their school. And they want to do it. And then we have some who, um, some adults who are saying, what can I do to help? And so they're, they're, um, rel- related to someone who is an administrative at the campus that want to help open some of the doors, remove some red tape. Um, we've got some, um, some people who are churches who are saying, we have to get this in part of, part of our church program. And so how can we help our students do this? Um, how can we come okay. alongside this ministry? So there's, and it really has been like uh, multifaceted ways for people to get involved. Nice. That's awesome. That's yeah, uh, it's been a lot really more cool fun. To see. Yeah. When people are coming to you saying, Hey, I want to want this to happen. It's, it's always a lot more fun than when you have to go try to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me is like, God, this is really cool. You're opening a lot of doors, but I don't know how to do all of this by myself. So Lord help me because I yep. need your strength because there's, there's too much. There's uh, too many people wanting to start it. And I say too many people, we want more people to start it. Uh, it's everything is kind of happening at one time, which is phenomenal, yeah. but it is uh, overwhelming at times for sure. Well, and that, that leads to the other side because not everybody listening to this is having the, the glory moment you are with people come and saying, Hey, help me start. It's overwhelming. What is, what is the biggest challenge of the moment right now? When is, what's one of the obstacles you're facing and how are you overcoming that? Yeah, we, um, we've got a few different obstacles. One of them, um, 
we have some, we have a couple of schools that are doing some, are having some spiritual warfare that's happening on the campus. Um, mm. A couple of, one of them is uh, there is some pushback from, from the club being there on the school campus. Um, and so it's just a very yeah. light pushback right now, but it's still potential for some bigger stuff. Um, yeah. Not that the school is, I mean, every, the school is and the club is running everything properly. There's nothing illegal happening. Um, just some people that may not really want us there. Um, yeah. But then on the flip side of it, one of our other schools is a little bit more of a rougher area. And um, the, one of the faculty sponsors texted me one day and said, um, please pray for us because every time a first priority club lets out, uh, a fight breaks out somewhere on the campus. And um, my immediate response when I got that text message one day was, well, is it our student leaders who are causing these fights? Like, do we need to have a, a conversation with the club? But it really was just a coincidental thing where uh, first priorities meeting here and somewhere on the campus uh, down the hallway, there was a fight breaking out. Um, so there's mm. definitely some spiritual warfare happening on some of these campuses, but I mean, we're, we're facing some of the same um, situations that other clubs are doing. Like we're, even though we are having some of this growth, we're still struggling with making sure that, you know, our, our needs are of our current clubs are met and making sure we have the finances to back those yeah. up. And um, there's still all of the same things that are happening that other clubs are experiencing um, that are, yeah. are struggles for sure. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, let's, uh, yeah, you came in as a, as a club coach, started out in the previous life doing that over in Marshall, walked into a staff position now for a couple of years. What's one piece of advice that you would give to a, a church leader or parents who's thinking about uh, stepping into first priority? Uh, what's one reason, what's your reason for, you know, going as far with us as you did? And what, what yeah, what gets you up in the morning? excited about first priority yeah it's uh it's it's funny because uh just kind of went through all of this stuff uh, again at that that dinner and so it's all super fresh and um i was thinking through you know what does make me want to do this or continue to push to do this um and -hmm. it really is like i my heart ever since i stepped into ministry was i really love student leaders at my church i sought out the student leaders and um, appreciated their passion and their drive and their willingness to do some things that maybe were a little bit um, outside of the box and maybe kind of considered to be crazy. Um, But those student leaders stepped up and they saw the intention and the heart behind what we wanted to do. And so when we find those student leaders here and, and first priority, we really want to make sure that the student leaders are continue to be empowered and um, equipped because what they're facing right now is even more difficult than what I was facing when I was in the youth ministry. Um, and so they're, they're facing a lot of difficulties that we have to kind of navigate um, with all kinds of different um, ideas that are kind of surfacing. Um, we have to make sure our student leaders are prepared. And, and so that pushes me to say, how can we best equip these students um, so that they have the information and the resources to do what they need to do, right. um, but also just the the backing. We want to be able to say, we're here for you. We know that what you're about to go through is incredibly um, challenging. And so we're here for you. We want to support you and help you. Um, but ultimately, it's what we're all experienced in some way. I mean, all of us have experienced some kind of 
um, situation where we're trying to share Jesus or uh, live a life that is above reproach, uh, live a life that's uh, different than culture, and we're getting some pushback. And so what's the information that we can transfer onto them to say, um, you're where, you, where you're at is where I've been as well. And so um, yeah. here's what I've learned, um, and we want to help you with that as well. Yep, yep. I agree. That brings me back to my high school, um, small town Iowa, kind of growing up thinking everybody's Dutch Reformed, not just Christian, but Dutch Reformed, right? And yeah, uh, your own your own thing. What whatever you do is what everybody does. Um, and then having conversations in high school, they were few and far between. But saying, man, there are students walking. There are friends that I have that don't know Jesus, and I'd like to mm-hmm. help them to know Jesus, but. I didn't have the resources. I didn't have somebody like you, you know, helping me do that. And yeah, those conversations were few and far between um, rather than every month or every week, like the first party club yeah. allows them to do. So yeah, that's super encouraging. Thanks for doing what you do. And yeah, we'll see what God does this year. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're really excited about where everything is kind of landing and going. And even as first priority as a whole, like we're seeing, we're, we're seeing some of the, the materials that are getting pushed out to us. And I'm already seeing um, how our churches and our students are being even better equipped as the year goes on. Like we're finding ways to help um, give them the resources, the tools that they need in their hands where they're at um, through yeah. technology or through the uh, a, a guide that is helping them with all of their questions that they may ask. Um, we're seeing some of these things come through that are changing the way that these students are even feeling about standing in front of a club. And it's, it's incredible to see. Um, I got a text message from a parent who basically just kind of said, thank you so much for first priority existing. Um, because now I have a, a club that is partnering with us to help push, um, the values that we are leading at home in order to get my kid into the school to be a missionary. And so we're seeing a partnership between not just churches in our ministry, but also families in our ministry. Nice. Nice. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Very awesome. Well, any uh, parting words for our audience today? Um, I know you're signed up and registered. You and John are both coming up to the conference uh, in a couple weeks. So we'll get to see you there, get to rub shoulders with everybody who's, uh, who's registered and signed up to come. But if somebody's not coming to fall conference, you got any parting words for them that uh, they might be missing out a whole not lot. Necessarily about fall conference, but what's that? I said, if you're not coming to fall conference, you're missing out a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a great, great moment yeah. to rub shoulders. First party people who are, I mean, I don't know exactly why y'all brought me on. Cause I've only been a couple of years into this, but there's some people that, um, that, draw we draw wisdom from and so there's lots of people who i've heard podcasts from or just heard like larry speak or something like that um those people have been incredibly influential and helping me remember what we are to be doing as first priority and so um i thank all of the other um people who have been kind of legacy uh people who have stepped in to say you know i'm here i'm here for whatever you need call email reach out however you can um jd and even debbie all of them were have been fantastic in helping so it's been great. I would agree. I would agree. And ironically enough, that's 
what we're doing with the podcast this school year is we are bringing people on and interviewing. We're going to try and be less the Stephen Brad show talking randomly and more. <laughs> yeah. Just talking to everybody out in the field, because I think we learn from each other uh, the most. We all have the information, Absolutely. right? It's all online. It's all in the Google drive. All the information we have, it's there, but the relationships are oftentimes what we're missing the most. We feel like we're alone. Um, yeah, in your situation too, you're one staff member. You don't have a team like Debbie does, or JD, or Chris, or you know, yeah, you're you're out there kind of by yourself on on a level, right? So, um, absolutely, we want the podcast this year to be encouraging. We want to hear each other's stories and uh, just provide that weekly push for everybody. So, thanks for being part of that, Michael. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, thank you guys.